Look at this one. That's a good one right there. Ooh. Daddy? You're gonna eat that. They look daddy. Yep. They look daddy. This one right? Yep, that one's right. Welcome to the Feast Podcast, the show about family, the joy of life, and of course, food. I'm your host, Sarah Koontz, and I want to inspire you to explore simple, meaningful, and enduring ways to express yourself and share your joy through food and cooking. As the holiday season continues to fly by, we hope you're enjoying good food, taking time off from work to relax and most importantly, making memories with friends and loved ones. How much different would the holiday season in Texas be without pecans? On today's episode, we'll visit a pecan orchard just east of Dallas, talk about the health benefits of pecans and some of the many ways they're used in cooking. And finally, we'll use our pecans to make an all-occasion gift that I'm sure you'll find to be simple and sweet. As a bonus, we also had the pleasure of interviewing a new friend who teaches us all about the art and joy of spice making. In doing a search of pick your own pecan orchards or farms in the Dallas area, Sunnyvale Pecan Orchard is the only one I could find. We started researching in early November to see when we could visit and the conditions were finally right the second weekend in December. The second crop of pecans were ready to be picked. Sunnyvale Pecan Orchard is a quick 30-minute drive from downtown Dallas going east on 80. It's a seven-acre pecan orchard in which they use no pesticides. It's not certified organic, but for all intents and purposes, it is. They're reservation only and subject to wet weather conditions and pecan availability, as we saw this season. Their season normally lasts from November to early December. As you'll hear, one of their greatest joys is watching their young customers grow from year to year in their pecan picking tradition. We had the pleasure of interviewing the owners of Sunnyvale Pecan Orchard. Nobody's been in the back a long time, so okay. y'all welcome to go back there and back. Yeah. Anything particular we should look for? We haven't, we haven't That's picked a good one. pecans before. Yeah. Uh, well, if you go back here, I'll show you what you yeah. need to pick and what not to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got pecans too. I'm not going to eat it. This is our pecan. On Mike and this is Diana Sage. So how long have you guys had your pecan orchard? Well, we've 27, been here 27, 27 years. 27 years. Wow. So, yeah. 
And did you long. did you plant the trees? No, no, the trees were yeah. what, 15, year, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. But they're they're bigger than most orchards as far as the trees are, because this is all bottom land, which helps it grow a lot more. Because the water table is real good. And how so many acres do you have? About seven acres under trees. You want? We can break up all the leaves for No, we have different varieties. We got Choctaw. We have Cheyenne. Like an Easter egg. We have Desirable. Wait, look inside. Look, look, look. <laughs> Green. Pawnee. Wichita. Hey, did it? Not the green Do they look different, the pecans? They do, they do. Yeah, they taste different too. They okay. taste different. Uh, the Cheyennes are, they're, they're a long kind of thin nut, I guess. And what they taste, uh, they taste real good. I like their flavor. The Choctaw is my favorite, It's but it's hard to crack. It's a harder mm -hmm. shell, which means one thing for sure, if you get Choctaw, it won't go south like most paper shells. It's a little thicker wood which means it'd be more protected. Mm. Desirable is, is a great nut. It's, it tastes real good and it's big. The problem is it's real thin. It doesn't take much to crack them. And uh, we have Choctaws, I mean uh, Cheyennes, not Cheyennes, but uh, Desirables off the road. When they hit the ground, they actually crack because mm. the shell is so thin. Mm -hmm. So, but they're one of our favorite because they shell out really. The good thing about this out here is just that I don't put any pesticides on it. No okay. chemicals, no pesticides. So it's pretty much organically missed. It's not registered. It's not registered right. because of paperwork and all right. that. Plus I gotta kill fire ants. It's Fire ants are real bad in pecan orchards, so I gotta put some pests. Mm -hmm. That's the only that's the only thing I do out here. But this is uh, this is a good chemical free. Yeah. Which is good. You want them to have a little bit, you don't want them to feel like a ping pong ball. It's a big one. They're not always that big. Okay. Well that one's coming we something probably been eating on them. We, we do have uh, birds to come. Lots of crows. Crows, that's their favorite food. And so, are November and December uh -huh. typically yeah, that's, when that's usually ready? Usually we're through with it by November, I mean December the 15th. The only problem we have is is that the, the weather had been conducive from coming down, so it may extend past December 15th. We just don't know yet. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on the weather too. Mm -hmm. If they start to grain, then then I'll just go ahead and heal the orchard, stop the orchard at that point. As far as to pick your own, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want anybody picking up bad bad nuts. Mm -hmm.
I didn't, didn't. Oh, I didn't make it. So it has to be out it of It should, yeah, out of the shale. That's harder shale. part. And that one that I showed you, that's a good one. So what do you do during, the, you know, as far as you know, during the springtime and the other seasons? It's just, it's just upkeep, just okay. upkeep. We've a got, lot of just, just oh. when, when the so first, branches, there's a lot of October, the trees were terribly loaded and I had a lot of breakage and I had to just keep on burning, you know, as a continuous battle. I had, that's a little small burn pit, but you saw the burn pit over here. It's a lot bigger, but we had Multiple a lot of, a lot of fires going on. So it's, 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 but uh, we're just thankful that a big windstorm didn't come through and really cause problems, but we didn't really have that big issue come up. Whoa. I think this one's good. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Coyote. The dogs. Coyote. No. came from over there. And do you have to apply any fertilizer to the trees? I have, I do not, no, you can't. Just like I said, the water table is real close to the surface. So that takes a lot of the nutrients from up there and brings them to us. So we really don't, not concerned about it. Because mm -hmm. the nut's never been better. So, and I had fertilized in probably five years. And the cost of fertilizer, that's another reason why we don't fertilize. It's astronomical. Mm. Especially a small orchard. You, yeah. you, just, you just can't make that numbers work. Oh. <laughs> you hear that? Okay. Oh, wow, look at that. Wow. Man, you're, I need you out here tonight. <laughs> Do some picking. Daddy, mm -hmm. I found them in the weed. Let me show you a trick to opening pecans. Put two in your hand. When you like crack them. Then the COVID thing came up, <laughs> and that was a disaster uh, for most people. So mm -hmm. the COVID thing was, was we didn't we just in 2020 we just shut it down. We didn't we didn't do any business. In 21. Uh, Actually, 19, I think, were we close? 19, we were. I think that's a store to COVID, I think. Yeah. Oh. Don't like eat the shell. Then last year we had a, an aphid disease that was you know about I aphids know. I guess mm -hmm. but they covered the whole orchard every every tree every, out here was covered everybody the whole area uh -huh. mm -hmm. it wasn't it was it's bad we had a lot of aphids yeah, yeah. yeah. What and year was, was that that was last, last year. year last year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was so crazy as you walk they on these rocks now, and stuff they, they stick to your shoe that's how bad it was I never seen I never seen and what happened to them after this year I have no idea yeah. Total contamination last year, but not a sign of it. Um, hey, there's a possibility I could, I could like climb up there if you could, like, you could like. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to climb the By the time you average everything out, you know, a person that tries to make a living out here, that does it for a profit, that needs the money, they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. It's a money losing proposition. 
you're basically we just we do it to just break even pay our tax and some insurance mm -hmm. and we enjoy the people that uh, come we enjoy the people that's yeah. that's that's a fun because we've seen some of the kids grow up and These were much faster to pick than blueberries. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. Because we, we do yeah. blueberry picking, and, and it's also really hot when we do that. Yeah. You're going to be amazed at how much meat yeah. we have. Look, are they all good ones? More than you. Hey, where are you getting all no, this? No, that was from a green pecan. And this Mom, no, seriously. Mama, Daddy opened one up, and when he saw it inside, you opened it. It was a fresh pecan. It tastes the same. It smells the same. of pecans are in fruitcake and Russian tea cakes. Russian tea cakes are a delicious shortbread cookie with many, well, a few different names. Also called Mexican wedding cakes and snowball cookies. I think those are all the names, but let me know if you have another name for them. I introduced our kids to this cookie this week and all of them fell in love with them. These Russian tea cakes are shortbread cookies. The short historically means baked with a lot of fat and the bread part of it. Well, shortbread originated in Scotland and people originally made shortbread from leftover bread dough. Shortbread are easy cookies with few ingredients. The main ingredients are butter, sugar, and flour with a little salt and vanilla extract. And the connection to pecans, I'm sure you're wondering, <laughs> we're kind of going afar. The connection to pecans is that you can either add pecans or walnuts to Russian tea cakes. We added some of our pecans from the pecan orchard and some walnuts from Costco. Pecan trees are native to North America 
Georgia is the largest pecan producing state in the nation. In 2022, they produced 125 million pounds, with New Mexico second at 79 million, Arizona at 37, and Texas is fourth for 2022 at 25 million pounds of pecans. Did you hear that? We had to get to number four so we could include Texas in those numbers. Well, you can tell by far that Georgia leads the United States pecan industry. So 125 million pounds for 2022. And it fluctuates from year to year due to weather conditions. Since pecans are currently in season, the last quarter of the year, the 2023 numbers are not yet in, but the total for the United States in 2022 was 277.7 million pounds. From an economic standpoint, in what drives the pecan industry, pecans are highly valued for their rich, buttery flavor and are used in a variety of food products, such as baked goods, snack foods, candies, and confections. So all those goodies keep us producing pecans. Pecans were a major food source for Native American populations, and many of the common varieties, Pawnee, Cheyenne, Choctaw, and Wichita, reflect their origins. The pecan orchard we visited had several varieties, but not being a pecan connoisseur just yet, I had a hard time tasting any differences. What I did find was more so the size difference in pecans and how easily or not the shell cracked. So with the pecans, I couldn't really tell the, the difference in flavor. It was just consistently pecan flavor, buttery and sweet. Pecans are most popularly used in baked goods and confections. So think about um, like at Bucky's, they have those spiced and sugared nuts. So I would consider that a confection. But other parts of the pecan are used. So the shells and the wood from the pecan tree. The shells are used for skin exfoliation in soaps and the rough side of some sponges for cleaning. The pecan wood can be used in smoking meats, especially pork products, and it imparts a fruitier flavor than other woods. Pecan cooking uses. Well, I think the sky is the limit with pecans in cooking. My favorite way is simply fresh and raw. This is a great snack with a very low glycemic index and minimally affects our blood sugar. You can also add pecans to salads. Think about apple pecan salad or a strawberry pecan salad. You can add them to muffins, pancakes, cookie batters, a simple trail mix of pecans and dried fruit, a great snack for on the go. You can add into yogurt. I love plain whole milk yogurt with a little raspberry jam and pecans. It's so lovely. You can 
chop them up and do a pecan crusted salmon or pecan crusted tilapia, really any kind of fish. You can add to oatmeal and you could make a granola. Okay, pecan nutrition. So one ounce about the size of a golf ball or one quarter cup or 19 pecan halves contains 200 calories, 20 grams of fat, mostly unsaturated fat, four grams of carbohydrate, 2.7 grams of fiber, 2.6 grams of protein. Pecans are rich in vitamin E and vitamin A and contain potassium, phosphorus, magnesium, calcium, and zinc. They are rich in polyphenols, which act as antioxidants. And antioxidants are compounds that work to combat unstable molecules called free radicals, which damage DNA, cell membranes, and other parts of the cells. So we want as many antioxidants as we can get. And all these wonderful compounds are found in pecans, the perfect little whole food, and they are delicious and filling. Pecans are great for those seeking to control their blood sugar, so especially for diabetics. Regularly consuming nuts helps to manage hemoglobin A1C levels and fasting glucose, and these are two significant markers in diabetes management. Pecans help with weight loss. Do you remember they have 20 grams of fat and 200 calories in a serving? While they are energy dense, but also satisfying and nutritious. They can help regulate your appetite due to the fat and fiber, and also that they're full of vitamins and minerals. So way more filling than say a serving of chips, which are high in fat, relatively high in calories, but low in nutrition. Just remember, stick to a one quarter cup serving for pecans. Pecans are also heart healthy. So consuming a serving a day can improve your cholesterol levels, lowering LDL, the bad cholesterol, and lowering total cholesterol levels. They can also help lower blood pressure due to the potassium present in pecans. They can also help reduce cancer risk. This would be partly due to the antioxidants found in pecans. My recommendation is including a serving of nuts or seeds daily. So a one quarter cup serving, it's pecans are good for providing healthy fats, fiber, protein, magnesium, potassium, phosphorus, and antioxidants. So go get some today. While visiting a local holiday market here in Duncanville, we met Sydney and her husband, Cameron Walkley. 
I was so excited for a spice vendor with my apparent love of cooking and trying new things. She also shares that joy and love of cooking. Her business is in its first year and she has learned many valuable lessons throughout her journey thus far in making different spice blends. I hope you don't have a dog. But mom, I don't know, maybe. Hi, how are you guys? Come on in. Come in. Come in. <laughs> Hi, this is my sister in love. This is Courtney. Yes, your name is Miles. <laughs> hi. You say hi. So, um, could you tell us your name first? Oh yeah, my name is Sydney Lockley. And yes, we met on Saturday at a play cafe at the Mini Market. And I was very excited to see spices because I love cooking. <laughs> and um, so tell us about your business and how you got started with making these different spices. And spice so products. I was in college and I had just started my, finished my first quarter. And, you know, I was cooking college food, a lot of pasta. And, you know, my mother-in-law was like, all right, ma'am. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta change it, you know, do a different rotation. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So um, she taught me a lot. She taught me a lot about cooking. But this year, I've been trying new things and um, new techniques that I see. So um, I was like, you know what? I think it'd be really cool to like do my own spices. Like that just mm -hmm. seems really fun. And I was like, the creative side for me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, look, I. I said, God, <laughs> I just planted this. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so we started, well, I started kind of getting everything together in January. And then we launched on March 31st. So this is, we haven't even done this for a year. So we've been just kind of going with it. And yes. So um, we, we hand blend everything ourselves. Um, we we make up the recipe ourselves too. So I'll start, like it'll be late at night sometimes and I have this idea at first and I was like, all right, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try this. And my husband's up, I'm like, I'll go into the room like, hey, taste this, what, do you like this? And he was like, yeah, not really. I'm like, okay, well, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was move like, on. move on, so we go back to the kitchen, you know, and. Um, when I was making the Cajun one, I actually kind of struggled with that one. And because at first when I did it, it was really light. It wasn't like that rich red color. Mm -hmm. So I actually added more pepper for some reason. I thought that that would, that would solve the problem. Yeah. And my husband was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <Too> spicy. <laughs> he's like, this is way too. And then I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, here, let me give you my recipe because I showed her the picture of it and she was like yeah this looks a little light this isn't this is not it I was like okay so she gave me her recipe so that's how I got that one and so she's been a big help with that my whole family has been a huge help really like I've sent friends family all my testers before I launched I was like I want you guys to cook with these I want you to try them because I'm not gonna excuse me, I'm not going to put something out there that people aren't going to like, or, you know, like not everything is going to be a bestseller, 
but I don't want something to be like absolutely terrible and then nobody tell me that it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I, I had people taste test things and even now I still do. My mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, they will help me out too. So it's definitely, um, it takes a village, not just with your kids, but for your business too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of just where it started from. Oh, a Play-Doh. Oh, where, where'd you get Play-Doh? <laughs> a rainbow colors. It is rainbow colors. Where did you find that? Oh, I think he's happy. All right. Thank you. I love them. I was like, that was definitely on the top shelf. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. That's kind of where it started, and you know how we've gotten to here. I have pizza. Oh, you have pizza. Yeah. Can you give pizza to your friend, please? I'll taste it later. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. So talk to us about. So I've seen some of your spices. <laughs> so talk to me about the different ones that you have. Oh jeez. Or at least some of them. Let me. Let me see it. <laughs> so I've had to transfer all my spice just in case my phone goes down. I had to write all this stuff down. Um. So let's see. So we have the Taste of Autumn, which is our holiday one. Um, So if you make sweet potatoes, that's really good for it. Um, If you do apple pie and pumpkin pie type dishes, Mm -hmm. then it's good for both. It can swing either way. Um, But yeah, so we have that one. We have our no salt one. We have um, our all purpose. We have lemon pepper. We have. You're fine. <laughs> so much energy. Barely Italian? Oh, yes. Why? Yes, that one. Sorry. I have barely Italian. And then we have... I was like, where, where's my list? So, yeah. So, we have our Mexico Mission one. And then we have the healthy one. We have our dry rub. It's called Arlen, Texas. So, if you've ever watched King of the Hill... That is mine, mine and my husband's favorite show. So that takes place in Arlen, Texas. So I was like, okay, perfect. Like, that's what we're going to name it. And I had different names for it, but they were trademarked. So that's another thing about seasonings is that I've had to like search. I've used different search engines to find out if stuff is trademarked. Mm-hmm. So I had like a really cool name for it and I went to go type it in and I was like, oh, it's trademarked, okay, never mind. <laughs> that must be hard with having so many different spices and then for it to be a unique yeah. thing. That, yeah, it's hard. And some of, like, not all of them are going to have a name, like a story behind them, like our lemon and pepper. I wanted to call it lemon pepper steppers. That's what everybody everybody knows lemon pepper as. And then I went to go look it up, and it was trademarked. And I was like, uh-huh. of course it is. Like, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I was hoping I was going to be the one. But obviously somebody else was. So I was like, you know what? You know, salt and pepper the group, right? So I was like, you know what? We're going to do lemon and pepper instead of salt and pepper. So that wasn't trademarked. So I was like, all right. 
we're gonna go with it. So um, there's one I made. Um, what was, it's expensive to make. That's another thing you have to take into is cost and what you're trying to do. I did a Parmesan black garlic truffle, Ooh. and it's good. It's good, but it's expensive. So like a, I think it was my might have been like five, like a five ounce can of truffle powder is like 30 32 dollars wow. so and then parmesan is not cheap either so when the brand that i've looked at i forgot what it was called but for a bag that might be like eight ounces it was like 17 dollars. Mm. and when you're using majority of you know of one mm-hmm. it's especially when you're starting out you have to make the cost make sense if it doesn't make sense and if you don't think it's gonna sell try it maybe for seasonal see how well it does so can you walk us through just the process of like maybe one of your seasonings and how you get it like from start to finish yeah all the mixing and blending and so um i guess in a way it kind of just starts with an idea and like inspiration so just say like my no salt one that one, um, my mom's side, they have some health issues. Um, my aunt, she just had a heart transplant earlier this year. So her intake with salt is a lot lower. Now, mm-hmm. she does use the Cajun one, which I did tell her, like, hey, that's a little higher in salt, just letting you know. But um, with that, my mom was like, maybe you should try something with no salt. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's just... There's an idea right there. Then I'm like, okay, so when I think of no salt, I think of flavor. It's got to be packed and high in flavor. Um, I don't want it to taste stale. I don't want it to be dry. You know, just you don't have salt. So you have to use other things to make up for that. So Mm -hmm. when I think of things, onion and garlic is a must. That should be in everything. (laughs) So we have garlic and onion. And then I have celery. So you don't have to use it just for soups but in a way kind of think about it in a soup so i have dried onion i have fenugreek and i also want it to be healthy and there's no salt Mm -hmm. so i put a little bit of cayenne pepper in there helps with your digestive there's fenugreek in there um garlic is good for you um let me see i have the recipe this one i think this one has the most ingredients mm. out of all of them mm-hmm. i have turmeric turmeric's good for you i have lemon peel i have tomato i have um green and bell red um green and red bell peppers um onion flakes garlic flakes i have oregano pepper um paprika dried shallots so you're thinking more i guess you could say like an earthy tones mm-hmm. with it so then I was like, all right, this is, I'm going to get all this. And then I just start. I just, when I get an idea, I literally just start. I start with salt. I start, obviously not this one, but I start with salt, garlic, and onion. And I just start grabbing things. I'm like, I think this would taste good. I think this might. And I look at something, eh, probably not that one. And then it just kind of, in a way, is like a process elimination. And then I have my family taste test it. But with the creativity, especially with spices, you should never limit yourself to anything because there's so many different kinds of cooking. 
whether you cook it or not. So you just kind of have to put what you think is going to work. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, reevaluate. If it works, great. Mm-hmm. But that's the creative part of it. And you just, it's trial and error. Every mm-hmm. time I went back to my husband, taste this. It's an error. Taste this. Okay, we getting there. Taste it. He's like, all right, that's it. Whatever this is, this is it. I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, and I try to do multiple people because everybody has different taste buds. Mm-hmm. But I just stick to my husband. I'm like, that's great that you love my spices and you love my cooking. Yeah. <laughs> but not everybody likes my cooking, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Oh, yeah, these are all of our Penzies, too. This is all. Okay. There's unopened Penzies, too, that we have. Um, oh, see, look. There's, yeah, the, there's the frozen, the frozen pizza one. Oh. And then, let's see what yeah. else. Oh, this one. Uh, with mommy, that one. there's a spider under here, too. Is there? <laughs> yes. So, Facebook is um, Seasoned by Sid. And then, um, we're on TikTok, but I haven't really, like, well, I haven't really posted on that's where we're at that's where we update keep everybody updated on everything yeah and then can people can people buy your products oh yes oh they do that our website is um seasoned by sid llc.com can you okay Well, thank you for taking the time to, of course, to interview with us. Yeah. Okay. Aww. You, if I give you one, one, you gonna be good. Okay. I give you one. Okay. <laughs> Compromise. One. Can you hear me? Two. Two. Four. No, you can't go from two to four. baking options for pecans. We all know about pecan pie and how rich and sugary that is, which is fine for special occasions, but certainly not your everyday. The everyday of including pecans would be adding the pecans raw to salads, topping oatmeal or yogurt, or just eating out of hand. Today, we're doing a simple pecan recipe, which would be great for adding to those such items. We're making maple roasted candied pecans, something a little extra special and would be the perfect healthy holiday gift. Three simple ingredients, pecans, maple syrup, and sea salt, and takes about 20 minutes to make. So let's start cooking. 
first, we're going to preheat our oven to 350 degrees. So let's go do that. Okay, and then we're going to line a sheet pan with parchment paper or a silicone mat. So since I have the silicone mats, I am going to use one of those. And this is a, I'm using a half, a half sheet pan. So it's an 11 by 17 inch pan. Next, we need a medium bowl. So let me grab one. Okay, so I have my medium bowl. So in a medium bowl, combine two cups of pecans. So let's do that. So we have our pecans from when we went to the pecan orchard and we shelled lots of pecans. We picked about, I think it was nine and a half pounds of pecans. So here we go. All right, here's the second cup two cups of pecans, and now we need four tablespoons of maple syrup. So let me get my tablespoon. We did not harvest this maple syrup. All right, we got it from Aldi. So we're gonna combine these. It smells so lovely. <laughs> Reminds me of pancakes, maple syrup. I always have to be a little different. I'm seeing quite a bit of maple syrup for this quantity, so I'm going to add the rest of this jar. Another, let's see, another half cup. And if we had more shelled, I would add more. <laughs> well, let's go with this. So what I'm doing is more like the two and a half cups of pecans. All right, let me go grab my salt. Catalina, did you, did you come to help? <laughs> now we're going to sprinkle with one quarter teaspoon of fine sea salt. So I'm measuring it, but now I'm going to put it into my hands because I find it hard to sprinkle out of a teaspoon measure, sprinkling it in, and then I'm going to mix it. So you're getting the nice, sweet, and savory. Okay, it's all on. So then we're going to transfer the coated pecans to our lined baking sheet and spread out in a single layer. So easy. So quick. It's ready to go, even before the oven preheated. All right, the oven is preheated, so I'm going to put it in the oven. I'm going to set the timer for six minutes and come back to it. Give it a stir. All right, the six minutes is up. I'll take it out. All right, so we're going to stir it. And you hear some other cooking noise while well, I had those in the oven, the pecans in the oven. I'm browning some ground beef for some tacos. So that's the sound of that sizzling. <laughs> Not the pecans. All right, I'm just giving them a good stir and I will pop them back in the oven for another five to seven minutes. And we're looking for the maple syrup to be soaking into the pecans. 
Here we go. Set for another five. Okay, so here's the second time. We're gonna get into the oven. So they're starting to look really good. But I would like to see them more toasted. More of the maple syrup going into the pecans. So set our timer for another three minutes. All right, so the pecans are out of the oven. I did them a little longer than stated in the recipe. It was going at 350, so I wonder what would happen if it was more so at 375, but um, mine took longer to do. I would say mm, a total of closer to 15 to 16 minutes instead of around 11, 11 to 13. So they're, they're looking good. They've been out for just a few minutes and I already feel that they're, they're hardening and I am so looking forward to trying them. And as an aside, since we had interviewed Sydney Walkley for this podcast episode, I'm actually going to use one of her seasonings. So I wanted to talk about that. So I, um, something I love from Aldi is they have this family pack of organic ground beef. And so I just stick it in my freezer. I think it's, I can't remember if it's three or four packages, but I had that thawing overnight last night in the fridge so now it's ready I sauteed with a whole onion and I had roasted some garlic for a sourdough bread recipe and so I added that as well because I had extra so now I'm going to take so Sydney has it's called Mexico Mission and I love it and I asked her recommendation on how much I should add for this. It's one, 1.25 pounds of ground beef. So she said to start with one to two tablespoons. And this seasoning, it has chili, cumin, dried cilantro, garlic, jalapeno, lemon, lime, onion, salt, and tomato. And it has this pretty color from the tomato and you can see the cilantro in there too little green flecks. So I'm going to start with a tablespoon. Mix that in. I also have some pinto beans going that I pulled out from my freezer. I froze them a month ago. I did them in the Instant Pot. Saving for a rainy day. So I'm going to add some to the beans too. <laughs> As Catalina's watching me, is it okay? Can I add it to the beans? Okay, I'm doing half a tablespoon into the beans. It's about two cups of pinto beans. Mmm, smells so lovely. So I'm incorporating tablespoon of Mexico Mission. 
not without burning <laughs> my tongue. Let me try some. Okay. We're going to add... <gasps> We're going to add another tablespoon. And Sydney spices would be so great for gifts, <laughs> whether during the holiday season or any time. And everyone does tacos, right? Yeah, I love the little green flecks from that dried cilantro in there. Well, thank you, Sydney, for the wonderful spices. I've also used her, it's called Barely Italian. I've sprinkled it on turkey sandwiches and it was just very lovely and then the must-have her all-purpose seasoning which has garlic onion parsley pepper salt and smoked paprika I've done where you do ground beef and some basmati rice and onion and garlic and then I sprinkled it on top. It was a lovely addition. All right. Thanks, Sydney. Cool pecans on baking sheet for 15 minutes. Once they come out of the oven, the pecans will harden as they cool. Okay, so now for the taste test. It's been 15 minutes since they came out of the oven. And I definitely recommend that you go ahead and loosen them on um, from the pan at that point because otherwise they will they'll be difficult to get off so Catalina do you want to try one yeah. okay let's come try one <laughs> mm, how is it I think they are so wonderful because you know how pecans already have that buttery and sweet flavor to them. This maple syrup with not adding even too much. It really is wonderful. And we didn't even add, we didn't even add butter. Hmm? You can have some. Yeah. Help yourself. And so once they cool, you could put them in a pretty jar and gift them or um, of course keep them for yourself and you can top salads that would be so yummy an apple pecan salad um, topping your oatmeal or mixing into some yogurt so definitely try this recipe today Thanks for listening to another episode of the Feast Podcast and joining my family on our food adventures. To receive notifications about new episodes, remember to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Also, we're always excited to hear from our listeners. Send us an email to info at skylarknutrition.com with your food and nutrition related comments and questions. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your ideas for show topics. This will be our final episode for 2023. Our family has had so much fun creating this listening experience for you, and we hope you have fun listening. 
We have big plans for our little podcast in 2024, and we're very excited about what the next 12 months may bring. We hope you're also dreaming big and wish you health, joy, and success in the new year. As a final thought, remember, there is nothing you can do to change the past and no guarantee for what might happen in the future. Don't overburden yourself with regret, disappointment, or grief about what's happened, and don't allow yourself to become overly anxious or worried about what might happen. All you have is the present moment to do what is right, to enjoy life, to make the most of what you have while you have it. Memory is for the past, planning is for the future, but living is all about the present. Bye for now. Provider offering individual <laughs> individual nutrition <laughs> consultations and assessments. It's a customized, customized corporate <laughs> wellness <laughs> programming <laughs> and and community nutrition education. For more information, visit www.skylarknutrition.com. Thanks for listening.